0: Welcome to the monthly CSF podcast where we will discuss the latest papers in Sidekind Signalling and IL-6 Biology. All content discussed is available in a more detailed slide format at SidekindSignaling.com, our free resource website. For January, there were four papers added to the CSF website and I want to highlight two of them in this particular update. The first paper, brought to you by Professor Namur and colleagues, focuses on the effects of filgotinib in drug-drug interactions. Three separate lines of investigation are presented in the paper. In vitro studies to investigate the interactions of filgotinib and its main metabolite with enzymes and drug transporters including cytochrome P450 and uridine 5-diphosphylglucrolzonyl transferases. Phase one study to evaluate the multiple effects of oral doses of fulgotinib in the single dose peak of profile of midazolam. And finally, a phase two A study to assess the impact of fulgotinib on the pharmacokinetics of methotrexate. Now the key results are as follows. In the in vitro studies to investigate drug interactions, at the highest concentration tested, fulgotinib weekly inhibited certain cytochrome P450 enzymes particularly CYP1A2, CYP2A6, and CYP3A4. At clinically relevant doses, there was no meaningful inhibition, and particularly no notable induction of CYP1A2, CYP2B6, or CYP3A4. At the highest concentrations tested, and weakly inhibited some UGT enzymes, particularly UGT1A9 and UGT1A1. And the key conclusions I want to highlight here are that filgotinib metabolized by CES and HCS2 as its main isoform. In vitro, filgotinib and its active metabolites do not interact with CYP450s and do not inhibit UGTs and key drug transporters, with the possible exception of OCT2. And these results support the use of filgotinib with concomitant drugs without the need for dose adjustment. A second paper we want to highlight is actually from my own group and Professor Buckley and Isaacs in Birmingham and Newcastle, respectively, reviewing the roles of cytokine families in the various phases and tissue compartments of rheumatoid arthritis. Now, the background here is that although we've seen significant advances in the use of biologic and indeed small molecule inhibitors in the treatment of rheumatoid, remission rates and the hope of long-term cure remain rather elusive. Cytokines contribute across the whole pathologic spectrum of rheumatoid immune responses involving innate, adaptive and stromal responses together. And in the review, we highlighted, for example, the role of cytokines in innate responses, particularly TNF and IL-6, which are clearly pivotal cytokines that regulate innate immune responses. We know that they are critical checkpoints because clinical inhibition is beneficial. We highlighted, for example, the wide roles of these cytokines in TNF regulation within the CNS, metabolism and the vasculature, and also the particular role that IL-6 has in regulating the acute phase response. Inhibition of the IL-1 family and interference has not been successful in the clinic, and we've postulated network explanations for this, particularly, for example, highlighting the pivotal critical hierarchical roles that some cytokines will play in a given response. We also highlighted the role of a variety of adaptive immune response cytokines, particularly that of IL-17. We know that IL-17 levels correlate with disease activity and tissue damage through the synergistic regulation of cytokine, chemokine and MMP release. We also know that there are important anti-apoptotic factors for fibroblasts, B cells and T cells. We know, for example, that TNF and IL-17 have reciprocal and synergistic impact. And yet, curiously, IL-17 inhibition on its own has not manifest the same benefits that we might have expected to see. With respect to other adaptive cytokines, we know that IL-6 acts as a checkpoint for D-cell differentiation, in addition to its wider systemic roles discussed above. We've also highlighted the role of the stromal response, particularly the critical role played by fibroblast lights and ovocytes, For example, they now clearly express specific coding and non-coding RNAs, which are different from non-RA fibroblasts, suggesting that the basic biology of the fibroblast and rheumatoid may be rather specific and potentially tractable. Disease remission is unusual after six months in synovitis, and we think that a lot of this is because of the role the stromal cell plays as drivers of chronicity, sitting upstream of many of the other cytokine responses that we identify. And finally, in the review, what we've done is to offer the idea that molecular endotypes may exist, which are defined at least in part in the basis of sidekind expression. In due course, finding those will identify specific patient subsets amenable to therapeutic inhibition. So in summary, I hope these papers are of interest to you. I commend them to you. Please don't forget that all the materials are available online at sidekindsignaling.com. Thank you for your continued support of the CSF. We wish you all the best for 2016.